Welcome, feathered friends. Step inside my walk-in robe and let your imagination run wild. Listening to Busting the Pack. This podcast is proudly sponsored by the WA Magpies Collingwood Supporters Group. Your place to share your personal black and white stories as a Pies supporter. And more generally, stories about not giving up. Or you have a passion project that might inspire others in the gamble of life. We want you to feel a sense of ownership in this platform and welcome any contributions and suggestions by emailing bustingthepack at gmail.com. Each Busting the Pack episode is released via the WA Magpies Facebook and web pages on Wednesday afternoons. In this week's episode, my feature interview is with a loyal and passionate Collingwood supporter who found herself caught up in the Western Australia COVID restrictions at the Melbourne Cricket Ground for the Anzac Day blockbuster against the Essendon Bombers. There are entry details for a best story competition called Eyes on the Prize with $50 gift vouchers kindly donated by Jim's services. And the latest winner is announced for her contribution. And to help keep your spirits up during another lockdown at the time of this recording, this episode climaxes with a stirring rendition of Good Old Collingwood Forever as a duet with this week's guest. On with the show! My next guest was a member of the Collingwood Cheer Squad in Melbourne at age 8. She has been responsible for IT productions in the uploading of weekly episodes of the Busting the Pack podcast and is a current committee member for the WA Magpies. Famous for her catch cry of Miss! 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 As she puts a hex on opposition set goal kicking attempts Welcome to the podcast, Amanda Bellucci. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. How did you become a member of the Collingwood Cheer Squad in Melbourne at the tender age of eight? Um, I think it all started with Dad's travels uh, to Melbourne back when I was at that age. He um, used to go to some of the games and he met some people and found himself in the cheer squad. So... When I was finally a little bit old enough to go over there, he um, took me and, yeah, ended up being in the cheer squad. It's good times. Um, so what was involved in being a member of the cheer squad and what are your fondest memories? Uh, one of the main things of being cheer squad is making the banner every week. Um, we used to go to, I think it was a church in Richmond. We'd meet up on a Thursday night, order some pizzas. Everybody from the cheer squad would get down there, make the banner have some banter with each other. Sometimes um, one of the players, I think, would come along as well for a pop-in and just have a quick chat if they weren't playing that week. Um, they weren't checking the spelling, were they? <laughs> we won't talk about that, Sometimes it's deliberate. <laughs> um, we also have to be very passionate chanting during the game. So whether we're winning or if we're not doing so well, we have to be loud and proud supporters. Let the boys know that we're there. Um, we've also uh, made some friends for life in the cheer squad too. Uh, I've got a couple of good friends that we 
make an effort to go and see outside of footy as well every time we take a trip to Melbourne. Um, but one of my fondest memories is probably uh, being on the MCG for a packed house, um, putting up the banner on Anzac Day, just having 90,000 people, like you can just feel the electricity in the air when you're on the ground, 90,000 people, the emotion of the day, it's just fantastic, you can't beat it. Couldn't have said it better myself, can't beat that live. Just that raw, primal, ah, oh, yes, the ball. Yes. Can you give the listeners a small rendition of one of your favourite chants as a loyal and passionate Pies supporter? Yeah, um, I think this is one that everybody knows, so it's nothing new. Um, there's nothing better to hear this than when you're at a packed house at the MCG or you know, you're beating an opposition by a lot or you've just beaten West Coast by one point over here at Optus Stadium. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the long, slow, calling wood chant. It just, it brings chills to me, even just talking about it. You can't beat the calling wood. That's it. Especially when you know that you are going to win. That's when the chant comes out. Yes. We haven't heard that. Three minutes to go and you're up by 10 goals. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Woods. Then you get a nice, they get a nice dose of opposition. <laughs> or it's, hey, hey, goodbye. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> That's always a good one to yell out. So just on the, um, on the subject of um, music, um, at the end of this podcast, a little treat, Amanda and I, we are going to do our own rendition of the Collingwood Club song, Good Old Collingwood Forever. And I'll apologise in advance for my bad singing. <laughs> and ditto for my guitar playing as well. But hey, you've got to have the passion to make it happen. That's it. <laughs> um, where were you when you first came up with the famous cry of, Miss, Miss, Miss? Um, we actually figured this out not too long ago, the other day, actually. Um, we was at uh, a pub that the WA Magpies supporter group used to be at back in 2009. Um, it was the Inglewood Hotel. And uh, funnily enough, it was against Hawthorne at the time. Oh, and the piss and poos. This guy just <laughs> would not stop. So I think from memory, Hawks were kicking fairly badly early on in the game. And this guy was really annoying us. So I just decided to go miss, miss, miss every time they went for a shot and it started to work. So it was really annoying, this guy. And I thought, right, I'm going to keep it going. So that's how it all started. <laughs> oh, I like that origin story down at the classy Inglewood. Oh, yes. Good Stories times. from there. Um, you're currently on the committee for the WA Magpies. How long have you been volunteering and what is your major role in this supporters group? That's right, yeah. So I've been on the committee for three years now. So this is my third year. Um, I am the social media coordinator, which is just basically a fancy term for um, Facebook moderator, um, website administrator where I update the website with um, things that were happening at the pub or the podcast episodes as well, um, busting the pack, uploading all that stuff, trying to work with Jason. Um, 
assisting Denise, our memberships officer at the Magpie, WA Magpie supporter group, taking people's money for memberships. And also on the match day functions at the Heidi, um, helping out selling the raffle tickets and our margin tickets too. Oh, now speaking of the raffle, I finally won one last week. And of all the prizes I could have been given, guess what I received? What? A $50 gift voucher from Jim Services, <laughs> which your dear dad gave me about five at the start of the season to sort of get the ball rolling and, you know, get people interested in the in the production. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need one of them. So then I thought, oh, my dad's 70th, 70th birthday is coming up soon, so he can have that. Definitely re-gift it. As part of his birthday <laughs> gift. Don't worry, Dad. You're not just getting that if you're listening. Um, so <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Lots of gym services you can use it on. So it's definitely worth it if you want one. Send us your submissions, guys. Yeah, it's that easy. Um, what is your fondest memory at the current venue for WA Magpies function? Their major sponsor, the Hyde Park Hotel. Oh, the most recent one um, would definitely have to be the prelim final of 2018 when Mason Cox kicked all those goals against Richmond. Oh, that was the oh, best night. That was fantastic. The Hyde Park <laughs> Hotel was rocking and it, it was, was packed. Right. And we were going ballistic and bananas. They and would I have... think there was one lone Richmond supporter. <laughs> he would have been brave to stay that long. Oh, Big big ups to that guy. He actually stayed till the end, and um, you know, our supporters were going up to him. You know, commiser- you know, commiserations. Yeah, and that's what it's about as well. You know, like as good as it was to have that, you know, <laughs> almost um, you know partisan crowd. We could at least say we're out of bipartisan crowd because there was one. Yeah. There was one Richmond supporter. <laughs> that poor guy. I feel sorry for him. We never saw him again. I wonder why. <laughs> Also, um, yeah, one yeah. of my earliest memories was, I think, um, probably back around the early 2000s, um, there was one game over here at Subi where I was the mascot for the day. So I ran on the ground with the players and I remember they came back. They used to come back to the Heidi after the games before it was all renovated. Mm. And um, yeah, so we all got autographs and stuff from the players and then I got coerced to get up on stage and sing the team song oh, after nice. I... I'm not sure if we won that day, but I got coerced to go up on stage and sing the song and we all started singing Good Old Collingwood Forever. Uh, so that's probably <laughs> my earliest memory of being at the Heidi. Nice. Um, you recently attended the traditional Anzac Day game at the Melbourne Cricket Ground whilst Western Australia was in lockdown. What were the logistical challenges of being allowed into the venue with travel restrictions introduced at short notice? That's right, yeah. So um, I was travelling to Melbourne on the Wednesday night um, after the guy got a positive result that came back into Melbourne before things started going downhill. And so I got into Melbourne on the Thursday morning at 5am and then it was about lunchtime that day where I found out on Facebook from the ABC News um, that he was on a flight from Perth to Melbourne. So I was sitting there in the cafe frantically trying to figure out if it was my flight, if I was at any risk or whatnot. And luckily I was all good with that. But then I got news that my parents who were also coming over to Melbourne for the trip 
Um, their flight was delayed consistently throughout the day. Oh, God. And it yep. was only until the afternoon when it was finally cancelled, they were able to um, get their flight changed to Sydney um, to get to Melbourne, so Melbourne via Sydney. And even then, um, they were they were delayed, delayed that Sydney flight and didn't get out of Perth till 1am. Um, <laughs> so they, they were having a shocker just getting out of Perth. And then yeah. when they finally did, um, they got into Sydney and they missed their flight, connecting flight to Melbourne. So they were a couple hours later in transit for 24 hours, essentially getting into Melbourne. Um, and then we were at dinner uh, that Friday night. Um, yep. We met up with one of our other fellow WA Magpies um, supporters who stayed at the same hotel as us. And we were at dinner and then we all got the text messages from Vic Health saying, you're from Perth. You may have been in contact. Please go and self-isolate and get tested as soon as possible. So we rushed through dinner and then we decided that the next morning we'd go and get up um, to the hospital at 7 a.m., go and get COVID tested. And then so we had to... Uh, isolate for the whole of Saturday um, so we lost a whole day of our holiday trip um, we had to order Uber Eats just to get coffee because we couldn't even go out to a cafe oh you're living it up <laughs> I know <laughs> it was expensive as well yeah. <laughs> um, the hotel staff yeah. didn't want a bar of us because we were from Perth we might have been contagious um, <laughs> you like the new leper <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we, we were in isolation for all of Saturday and then we were anxiously waiting Sunday morning for the messages to come through that we were clear and luckily just on 9am they came through. So we got given the all clear to go to the MCG. So we went to breakfast, whatnot, got into the ground, no problem. Yeah. Um, the MCG staff didn't even check where we were from, didn't check that we needed to be, you know, show our um, text messages that we were all clear. Got in, no problems. Yeah. Um, and after the game, uh, my parents and I also go to the Melbourne Storm Rugby Anzac Day game. So we went there. Um, but lo and behold, we went to scan our tickets and, um, yeah, tickets got cancelled. Oh. So we were like, what's going on they here? They tracked you down. Yeah, they did. So we spoke <laughs> We spoke to the gate staff <laughs> and it, it twigged that we were from Perth. They'd cancelled our um, ticket. So we had to go on this wild goose chase to the ticket booths and get them reinstated. And yeah, but we finally did get in. And that was pretty much the only hiccup we had getting into anything since the, um, the COVID positive case. So there you go, listeners. What a great example of a loyal and passionate Pies supporter to make that ritual of the Anzac Day game. Definitely. Wouldn't miss it for the world. In the snap lockdown. That was on the other side of the country. So there you go. It just shows you how um, quickly things can change now in our COVID world. That's it. And then we were all free in Melbourne and everybody back home in Perth was locked down over that time too. Yeah, for our long weekend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're twiddling our thumbs. So thanks. <laughs> but, you know, you got to look at the big picture. Given that Nathan Buckley is no longer senior coach of the Mighty Pies and Robert Harvey will be caretaker for the rest of this season, do you have any insights as to who and why you would want a particular candidate to be coach of the Pies next season? Um, yeah, so I, I kind of think Robert Harvey should take over as coach um, I know the current situation with the board probably might not want that, 
But I just think with his experience in assistant coaching in particular um, and him winning, I think it was a 2013 assistant coach of the year, I think him working with our young guys at the moment, I think that would be really beneficial to keep someone around who has some kind of rapport with them already and then maybe give, give him the rest of this year and potentially next year as well and then maybe reevaluate. But I guess if we couldn't have Robert Harvey for whatever reason, I'd definitely take Justin Lepich and Michael Voss's our um, assistants or head coach for sure. Because you raise a good point about, um, you know, there's, there's a few young players and they've only had a, fan, a handful of games each and there's real potential there, you know. There's the guy with the awesome mullet, Poyda. Yeah, you know? I, ca- I call him Poltergeist. Yeah, that's, yeah, hey, that one might be. <laughs> Let us know what you first, think, guys. listeners. Poltergeist. We're making, we're making <laughs> nicknames for the, uh, the, the up-and-coming young guns for the pies. And then you've got um, you've got Bianco. Yep. And then you've got um, is it McCreary? McCreary, yep, Ben McCreary. And as um, I, as I reported in my last um, game review, um, of Bo McCreary, the, sorry. No, nah, he just he just did a don't argue on like you know one of the major proponents of the don't argue, which is Clayton Oliver. Yeah. And oh, Clayton that was Oliver, cold. he was not impressed. He's like, I'm supposed to do that, and then, I mean. It started from um, Jordan Ngoi's awesome work in busting the pack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just gone. Get and then he just kicked the goal on the golf fit. Oh. Yeah, that was a fantastic bit of play. I that think... was my favourite play of the day for that. Yeah. For sure. I think the future definitely looks really bright for all our young guys coming through. Yeah. Definitely looks bright. Absolutely. Um, before I close the interview, is there anything you would like to say to the Busting the Pack audience? Yeah, I um, just want to say thank you to all our listeners, whether you're a regular listener or you're just tuning in for the first time. Uh, thanks for listening to us, guys. It means a lot. Um, also, thanks to Jason for all his hard work getting this up and running and organising all the interviews and things like that, all the behind-the-scenes editing. And I know it takes up quite a bit of your time sometimes, but... Thanks a lot for all of your hard work. I'm becoming very good at multitasking at my actual work. So oh, I, have nice. to, I have to uh, thank my boss for that, definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Also... Thank you, Rob. <laughs> also, uh, from what I've seen in the analytics of the show, too, we also have a couple of international listeners. Oh, is that right? Yeah. There so you go. a couple back over in the US, and I think that stems from your interview with the New York Magpies, too. Ah, uh, yes. One of our earlier ones, uh, Connor delves from memory. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening, guys, and keep spreading the word. Um, also, um, we're really interested to hear what you've got to give us in terms of feedback or sharing your Collingwood stories as well. Um, we do have prizes, so we want to give them away. Otherwise, Jason's going to sit on $50 gift vouchers and re-gift them for Christmases <laughs> and birthdays. Damn it, she's... She's worked it out. <laughs> I do the exact same thing too, don't worry. So, and, and just one last thing, uh, listeners, is that even though this is about Collingwood and football, it, it's not primarily just limited to that. It can be, you know, you know, inspirational stories about where, you know, you haven't given up, you know, you busted the pack and you're like, wow, I achieved that. I don't even know how I did that. But I didn't give up. And, you know, and just passion projects in general, you know, we'd love to hear about, you know, different passion projects um, people are doing. Uh, 
That's, uh, that's what we're about. So thanks for having a chat, Amanda. No worries. Thanks for having me, Jason. My pleasure. Are you having trouble getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131546. Or Google Jim's Pool Care and book online. Eyes on the prize. Thanks to Jim Services, they are kindly donating $50 gift vouchers for a best story competition. We want to hear your fondest memory as a passionate fan. Be creative, engaging, interesting, and keep your entry to 200 words or less. So get those thinking caps on and email bustingthepack at gmail.com Congratulations this week to Jackie Hamilton who has won a gift voucher for her story about how she came to love Australian rules as an immigrant of England through her now husband Michael's love of watching Collingwood games. There are plans to interview the pair in an upcoming episode. It's that easy. Join us at the Hyde Park Hotel for all Collingwood matches on the big screen and cheer for the pies. WA Magpies members enjoy a 20% discount on food and drink. Next game is this Sunday when the Pies take on the St Kilda Saints. Bounce down is at 1.20pm. Go Pies! Good old Collingwood forever We know how to play the game Play the game! Side by side we stick together To uphold the magpies Oh good boy me See the barricades are shouting As all barricades should All the premierships are cakewalk For the good old Collingwood Well, until next week, feathered friends, always remember, passion, persistence, perspective. Thanks for listening. Dr. J. Out.